welcome to the In the Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Poe. Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome back to the podcast. I pray that you guys are having a great week so far. Just want to say thank you once again, always for tuning in and for the support. I'm excited. Uh, Just been such a great week this past Monday. uh, My wife and I, uh, my son, Trevor Jr., we celebrated my son, Trayvon's 10th birthday. My mom, uh, a couple of my son's cousins uh, slept over Monday night. There was no school on Tuesday, so it worked out perfect for him. But we all celebrated, went out had a good time, had something to eat. Kids had a lot of fun. Um, and it was such a blessing to see him, uh, you know, see his 10th birthday. He's now 10. My son, Trevor, is 11. He'll be 12 next year. And just watching them, you know, play together, growing up together, the ages that they are, me being married 13 years, you know, I just think back 20 or so years ago when people didn't even think I would be alive at this age. And I know some of you that tune into, you know, every podcast uh, and, and some of you that may have just started listening to the podcast last week, you may have heard me tell a little bit of my testimony, which I told more of after I got saved than I did before I got saved. But, you know, really, you know, made some bad decisions early on in life, you know, running the streets, gangs, stuff like that. So for me to be here today, nobody could have did it but Jesus, nothing but a miracle. And I just thank God uh, for the life that I'm living and the things that I have been able to see that some that come from the community that I came from, you know, will never get a chance to see because, you know, they're either locked up for the rest of their life or they're either dead. So I thank God for that. And I thank God for, you know, my wife, my two sons. I also have a daughter, uh, my daughter, Trevasia, and my granddaughter, Brooklyn. Uh, thank God for them. So, you know, I'm, I'm super thankful. And just thinking about the kids, right, just thinking about our children, um, something has really been bothering me. Um, and that's, you know, what's going on with all of this fear that we're instilling in the children, right? You know, um, you know, you see all of these videos um, of people just doing all types of crazy things to the kids. And I'm not talking about this just because, you know, Halloween just passed. We know that Halloween is is not a great holiday at all. I get and I understand because know that I celebrated it. When I was younger, I I loved to see it coming. It was one of my favorite times of the year, but it wasn't for the reasons of why many of us don't celebrate it and partake in in it, right? You know, for for me as a child, it was all about the candy and just having a good time. And I think for some adults, that may be the case. But unfortunately, you know, what Halloween represents and some of the things that we know that happens during the Halloween season, you know, are not great at all. And a lot of it, you know, is is Satan celebrated things, you know, even, you know, what I'm going to talk to you guys about today, the whole, 
you know, just instilling fear in the children. And when you look at Halloween nowadays, you remember back in the days, people didn't really decorate their lawns and stuff like that, like they might have did on Christmas. Um, but now, man, you see all types of crazy things on people's lawn. And, it's, and it seems like every year it gets worse and worse. You might see a guy laying down, you know, in somebody's yard and a pile of leaves with his guts hanging out, you know, just real extreme things. You know, it just seems like it gets worse and worse. And, and the whole point of it, I get it. You know, people that celebrating that and that they love that type of that time of the year, you know, they're trying to get as crazy with it as they possibly can. I mean, you got haunted houses and haunted carnivals and stuff like that where people have to sign off before they go in because they're going to try to scare the living daylights out of you. But it's very disturbing, you know, to see how this is happening with children, especially on social media. And I get it. You know, there's a, there's an incentive, you know, for people to do this because you got people trying to blow up their TikToks. They're trying to blow up their Instagram or their YouTube channels. And a lot of times they're using, you know, these pranks on children where they're just scaring the living daylights out of them. But I don't think sometimes we understand how bad this can be doing this to the children, right? Like I've seen some TikToks where I think it's like one one prank or one thing that they do, they, you know, bring the child inside of a room or a bathroom and then they run out and close the door real quick. And I guess there's some type of filter on the phone that the child is looking at where like a blue ghost appears behind them. And when you see the terror in most of these kids' faces, it's just, it's just sad, man. It's just sad to see, you know? Um, and I think one of the most craziest ones that I've seen and, and really saw the, the, the sheer terror on the child's face is the one where, um, you know, where they make believe or make them to think that they've disappeared and nobody in the room can see them now. I mean, horrible, you know what I mean? And, and I get it because, you know, I don't want to sit here and act like these aren't things that I did back in the days, you know, wanting to scare someone real good, you know, um, and really getting a good laugh out of seeing the, you know, the fear in their eyes or seeing them fall or whatever have you, because I didn't have any understanding, right? I didn't know any better. But as I began to grow, especially being saved in the Lord, I saw how serious it was when we do things of that nature, especially in a young child, right? Somebody mind, somebody that their mind isn't fully developed. You know, they haven't even seen anything in life, but here we are instilling this fear in them. You know, I remember on Halloween, um, when I was younger, man, it was this guy in the neighborhood and I, I mean, it felt like it was every Halloween. I can't even really tell you, but I, I have images in my mind to this day of him chasing me around the neighborhood with this insane mask on. And here I am 45 years old. I'm not, I'm not still afraid of that. Like, you know, when I, when that was happening, of course, but just the fact that it, it was something that was implanted in my mind. And out of all of these years, there's many things that I've forgotten that has happened in my life, you know, growing up, you know, teenager in the twenties, thirties, whatever have you, but yet, and still this particular incident, these incidents 
they still it's still in my mind. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't make me feel a type of way. But the fact that that memory is there, it just goes to show how much it affected me at that time. Right. Um, For it to still be there and for me to still remember, you know, those days of this guy just chasing me around. And you know what? When I think back to it, he got a kick out of it. He thought it was funny. People in the neighborhood thought it was funny. But once again, they really didn't understand how detrimental that could be to a child and sometimes to adults as well, but especially to children, right? Second uh, Timothy 1 and 7, and some of you may be familiar with this passage of, of scripture. It says, for God have not given us the spirit of fear. And I want to stop right there because this scripture is letting us know that there is a such thing as the spirit of fear. So think about it. When we're doing these things, when we're scaring the living daylights out of our children, jumping from behind, you know, a, a wall when they're, when they're coming and, and I get it, man, that temptation is there to get a good laugh. Cause like I said, I've been there and done that. Um, Here's the thing, even though you you may get a good laugh out of it and get a, 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 a classic reaction out of it, what you have to understand is you could be possibly, not even possibly, you are instilling some type of spirit of fear in this little guy or in this little young lady. And this is what we have to be super careful about because the scripture says, for God have not given us the spirit of fear. And guess what? If especially those listen to to the sound of my voice, somebody out there might be listening because you saw the title, you're not saved. And some of you may be saved. Uh, And guess what? Even though you may not be saved and you don't believe in Jesus or whatever have you, I want you to stick around because even if you don't believe in Jesus, these, what I'm telling you is a fact. This is, is absolutely happening, whether you believe it or not. But those of you that are saved, you know, our goal is to do what it is that God is doing, to give how God is giving, right? And we're going to get into some scriptures that I think is going to solidify that. But it says, for God have not given us the spirit of fear. So we shouldn't be trying to give that to our children. But listen to what God does give us. It says, but of power, spirit of power and of love, a spirit of love and of a sound mind. And when we think of those three power, love and of a sound mind, we know that those are totally opposite of the spirit of fear. And what happens is somebody that young that we're doing this to, it can absolutely be doing something to their mind. And this is something that we have to remember because I know some of you out there, you know, you, like I said, you, you're on social media all the time. I know what it is to 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 make content and, you know, everybody wants to see uh, their content with high numbers, but never, it should never be at the, you know, it should never be you know, on the, on the backs of our children or on the backs of our family member, like it, it should never be at their expense. You know, we should never be trying to build any type of social media, you know, on at the expense of others. I don't care if it's a child, if it's adult, you know, and it don't even have to just be dealing with scaring. It could be other things like people do all types of crazy stuff on social media just to build up that channel. Listen, I get it. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a YouTuber, been on YouTube for a long time and if you look at my channel, it's not, you know, for the amount of time that I've been on there, somebody may look at it and say, "Man, you should be way further than that." But I believe that 
one of the reasons why I am not is because I'm just not willing to do anything to build a channel. I guarantee you, if I started saying some of the sayings we hear in church, get ready, it's your season, it's your time, and God is not telling me to say this, the channel would blow up. You know, I start prophesying and putting these things out there that God is not saying, it'll blow up. But guess what? It's not that serious. I'm not trying to build up my channel, my podcast at the expense of you, right? So we should definitely not be doing that to our children, family members, friends, co-workers. We see it all the time. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about, but I wanted to share a couple scriptures with you and and we're going to jump right out of here. I'm not even going to be on the podcast long today, but just something to think about because the more and more you see this on social media, look at, look at the types of cartoons that's coming out now. I think they got one cartoon where, um, a lady slept with Satan and her daughter's like the Antichrist. And then they got this other real demonic cartoon. So as we're celebrating these types of things and and doing these types of things ourselves, these are the types of things that's going to creep in. And guess what? If you're doing it, if you're out here, uh, excuse me, if you're out here promoting fear um, and trying to, you know, keep somebody scared all the time, when you see these cartoons and stuff come out, you're going to be like, oh, that's not nothing. It's no big deal. They're just having fun. And it's like, no, these are all seeds that are being planted. And if they're not rooted out, if they're not plucked out, if they're not taken out, you know, then guess what? It's going to grow into something. And a lot of times that's going to be a spirit of fear. And we don't know how long that individual can have that. And 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 it's, and it's going to take God to get rid of that. And a lot of times what you'll find, if not be for the grace of God, people that start to go that way and and get into all of these demonic and scary things, they don't want to have anything to do with God. They they lean more to the side of Satan, right? Because these are the things that they identify with. But a couple of quick scriptures. First John chapter four. um, And and I want to get down to the fear thing, but I, I believe these first few scriptures will will even show us, you know, build an even stronger foundation and show us some things about this topic, but first John chapter four and verse uh, 15 says, whosoever, this is most important, shall confess that Jesus is the son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. So it says, whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. That word dwell there means to live or stay as a permanent resident, right? to permanently reside in God. That's, that should be the ultimate goal. So when we confess that Jesus is the son of God, the Bible says God dwelleth in, in us and we dwelleth in him. And verse 16 goes on to say, and we have known and believed the love that God have to us. Here it is. God is love. Keep that in mind. Don't forget that. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love, in God, right? Dwelleth in God. Well, it's, it's, you know, I jumped the gun, but, and he that dwelleth in love, which is God, dwelleth in God, and God in him. And we've already read the definition of dwell, right? Verse 17, herein is our love made perfect. And what it is, what it's saying here is this is how our love is made perfect by us dwelling in God, right? Abiding in God. That's how our love is made perfect because when we abide in him, we do things the way that he says to do them. We see things the way that he says to see them or how he sees them. You know, we listen with his ears. We discern with his spirit. When we do for others, we do with his spirit, right? Um, and so it says, this is where, this is how our love is 
is made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. So when we abide in the Lord and he is truly our permanent address, we have boldness in the day of judgment. We're not going to be scared. We're not going to be afraid if we truly abide it in God. It says, because as he is, so are we in this world. So this, as he is in this world, so are we the same because we abide in him. Verse uh, 18 says, there is, and, and this is what we wanted to get to, but I wanted to lay that foundation for you to keep those things in mind. There is no fear in love, but perfect love that abiding in God, right? Casteth out fear. The word uh, cast out means to remove. So it says that when we are in that 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 relationship with God, when we are abiding in God, when we are abiding in love, because only love can truly cast out fear. Right. Um, it goes on to say, because fear have torment. So it says perfect love cast out fear means it removes it. There's no way that you could be in God and have fear in you at the same time. So if you say that you are in God, but you find yourself afraid, you know, constantly afraid, then that is a problem. You know, that's something that you have to go back and revisit and say, God, where am I truly at with you? Because if I truly am abiding in you, our love is perfected and there's no fear in that. But listen to what it goes on to say. This is this is a major reason why uh, perfect love, you know, and, and fear can't be together. Why love and fear can't, you know, abide together. It says because fear hath torment. The word torment means torture, misery. Another definition of torment is to afflict with great bodily or mental suffering, pain. And this is why it is super important that we do not be instilling the spirit of fear in our children with the things that we are doing and trying to scare them. Because guess what? We are setting them up. We are placing them in a place of mental suffering. And we know that suffering can be an ongoing thing. It, a lot of times it's just not a, 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 a couple day thing or a few hours type of thing. No, it can be a longevity type of thing. And it says pain. And, you know, sometimes these are things that we might not can see looking on the surface. These are things that we might not can see maybe when when our children go to bed and they're in their room, you know, and because we went crazy playing games and wearing masks and jumping from behind corners, we don't know what it could be doing to them mentally. And that's why I said, if you are saved, you definitely shouldn't be doing this because if you are one with God, there's no way that the spirit that you have that that belongs to God, which is God's spirit, right? That's supposed to be abiding in you. It's no way that you're going to be trying to scare the living daylights out of your child. That's another way to gauge, you know, your relationship with God, you know, because God has nothing to do with fear. God is not trying to instill fear in anyone, right? Because love and fear does not mix. There is no fear in love. Verse 18 again, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth, excuse me, casteth out fear. It removes it. So if, if, if that remains and you say, yes, I love Jesus Christ. He's my Lord and savior. Um, I'm abiding in him, you know, um, I'm committed to him, but and that fear is not removed, not only in you personally, but in you dishing it out, right? Trying to trying to scare somebody else, then that is a problem because fear hath torment. And we know God is not about us being, you know, 
in a, a place of bodily or mental uh, suffering. And how do we know that? Because he told us that I'm not, I have not given you a spirit of fear. What I have given you, if you abide in me, what I am trying to give you is a spirit of power, a spirit of love. That's why we're talking about these love scriptures and the spirit of a sound mind. These are the three things I'm, I'm giving you power, love, and a sound mind. But Torment does not sound like a sound mind to me, but the scripture goes on to say, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. So there it is again, confirming for us last verse 19. We love him because he first loved us. So we can't even love. We couldn't even love God on our own. If God had not loved us, we wouldn't even know how to love him. We was out doing our own thing. Him sending his only begotten son to die for us and be rose again. That that showed love to all of us. That bridged the gap that gave us the opportunity to to know the love of God and also to now love him. But guess what? Fear has no place in love. Fear has nothing to do with love. So if you're somebody that you're excited about being afraid or excited about scaring somebody and things of that nature, then there is a problem there. But I want to encourage you guys, listen, one thing, and you can go back to some of our older videos where we talked about, you know, the importance of protecting our children. One thing we you have to understand that God does not play about. It's about the children. So be very careful how you handle them. And I'm talking to myself as well, being a parent, right? I may not be scaring my children, but I still have to be very careful with how I talk to them, how I explain things to them, you know, when they're, when they're acting out and getting all wild, you know, how I handle those situations. So it's just not only on the scaring them side, you know, it's just on, you know, God giving us the ability or the responsibility blessing us with these children, right? Because he didn't have to. And that's whether you biologically had them or if they're adopted or if, if there's just a child that you're helping that's a part of the family or whatever, you know, this is a responsibility, a privilege that God has given us. And we want to make sure that we are handling that privilege well, that we are making God proud, that we are instilling the right things into these children. But I'm telling you, if you see anybody that you know scaring their child, scaring the living daylights out of them, listen, say something to them. Say something to them in love. It doesn't have to be in an aggressive way. It doesn't have to be in a, a, a condemning way. It could be like, listen, you know, that can that may have long term effects on them and bring them to the scriptures and show them, you know, what God says about children, how we should be handling them and what God says about fear. Right. What God says about hate, what God says about love, because the last thing we want to do is be the ones responsible for our children not being in the place where they should be when they get older. But listen, know that I love you guys. I pray that this encouraged you guys. I always enjoy being on the podcast with you guys. I, I truly do appreciate you tuning in, taking your time out to listen because you don't have to. And prayerfully, we'll continue to grow, right? But we want to continue to grow in the right way. We don't want to be out here shaking our butt and doing all types of things to keep people, you know, people entertained so that they can tune in. No, we we need to have solid talks, right? You know, talks where we're trying to get understanding, right? That is not always about entertainment. You know, th those things are good 
within themselves, right? There's it's nothing wrong with having a good time, listening to music, you know, uh, ha, uh, you know, engaging in some entertainment. But guess what? When it comes to the word of God and the things of God, sometimes we just got to, you know, just sit down, be one-on-one, be practical, you know, not looking for somebody to woo us and wow us, you know, as we're learning about the scriptures. And I guarantee it will continue to build a stronger foundation within us. But listen, I'm about to head out of here, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Until the next time we hop on the podcast together, shalom.